July 19th, 2014. VGN Network presents Kevin's Oblast Radio with your host, Kevin Baird. And Mr. Quentin Watson. So we got Quentin on uh, today. You're a listener of uh, VGN, I take it? Yes, I am. How long have you been listening? Well, let's see. Um, Sorry, I've been listening. Been a month or something. That's cool. <laughs> no, it's it's been a lot longer than that. I've originally started listening to you when you were on uh, the loading bar back way back in the day. Great. But then uh, during that time, I never actually checked out Video Game News Radio at all. And then um, when the loading bar got canceled, and then you appeared on Rage Select. Right. Uh, I started checking out your stuff your stuff a lot more frequently. So now I. I try to listen to most of your guys' stuff. Sometimes I don't get the chance to, but sure, sure. I try to, yeah. Yeah, Rage Select, it's, uh, Jeff is a determined guy. He does a lot of good stuff with him and Jason, but it's not a paying yeah. gig. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, he kind of asked me all the time, like every, like once a week, basically, we would record a Rage Select. And, I mean, I've got a job, so I come mm-hmm. home, and then it takes about three hours to record one of those shows. And so... Yeah. It was just too difficult. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I told him I could only do it on weekends, but that's when Jeff gets his drink on. So, um, <laughs> good old alcohol. Yeah, doesn't make it too good for him. And so we just ended up not. Um, I mean, he's got, you know, other stuff. I was on, I actually recorded a show with him maybe three weeks ago, maybe yeah. four, and uh, I don't think he posted it. Really? It was, bef- it was just before E3, so maybe it was a little bit longer than that. Huh, um, okay. It was like an E3 pre-show, but I think maybe the audio was sketchy, probably my fault. Um, part, part of the thing is he wants to record with Skype, and yeah. um, i got to rearrange everything to do that, and then, I don't know, it doesn't matter. But we were, you know, we recorded it for like two and a half hours, and then he just doesn't do anything with it, and I'm just like, why am I doing this? It's like such torture. So, yeah, I don't I can, know. I can definitely understand that. Yeah, it's just, uh, but I don't know. I, I talk to Corey every so often. Um, you know, he's got his whole deal going on now. Double oh, yeah, toasted. I, uh, uh, I watch that occasionally. Yeah. I, know, like, I, I like listening because because uh, my job, and we'll get into that later, but, like, I can listen to basically whatever I want. Watching sure. stuff that's uh, a little more complicated, kind of. Yeah, Corey never really grasped what podcasting actually is. Mm-hmm. Um, he, it's always been a video thing for him. You know, it all started off with YouTube videos and yeah. they recorded audio because somebody said, "Hey, Corey, we'll put your audio on a podcast and it'll go out. You know, people will listen to it and there'll be a thing on the website for people to listen to." And then yeah. he's like, "He's like, cool," but he has no idea how it works. <laughs> um, you know, so, I mean, because I used to have conversations with him all the time back on Spill. I used to be like, your guy's RSS feed is effed up. You guys need to fix this. <laughs> and he would be like, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. And then it's like, then he would put me in touch with that Peter guy. Mm-hmm. And then there would be like these meetings where people, everybody would agree. But I it never, it, nothing, nothing ever happened. Man. It was crazy. <laughs> Amanda and I tried to do like things to fix it, but it just didn't go anywhere. So, I don't know. And then we saw what happened with Spell. So, let's yeah. talk about you. Okay. So, do you know how your folks met? Like, what'd your dad do? Let's see how they met. I don't. I don't know. Is it messed up? I don't really know the specifics. No, it's like, fine. I'm, I know they told me before, but uh, and it's not like I wasn't listening or I didn't have any interest. In it. I just don't remember. But you had no interest. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were telling me. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Go away. I'm busy. You know. Well, but anyway. You know, um, do you know where they met? Like where they like got married or anything like that? Like where they started? I think they met at the our state's uh, university, the University of Utah. I'm pretty okay. sure that's where they met and that's where they started dating. Okay. All right. Great. Oh, so you're in Utah. Excellent. Yes, I've, been, Utah. I've been through Utah a few times. Um, yeah. And and how was that trip for you? I you know Salt Lake. It's kind of weird. It's very eerie. Yeah, that's um, where I am. It's a weird. It's a, weird, it's a weird group of people, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, people are like super Mormon, and then you have people who are like the complete opposite. It's really yeah. bizarre. Yeah, it's a dry state, right? Can't drink. I don't know. That's what people always say. I don't well, know. I know our alcohol laws are kind of messed up. Like on Sundays, like the liquor stores are closed. 
Okay, so, so you can, can drink a, in the state. So you just, yeah, 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 yeah. We can drink. I think the beer is like, I don't know. What's the what's the beer alcohol content in Cleveland? Is it? Oh, a beer is very much maybe three percent or something. Okay, I think ours might be the same. Oh no, I know that like our alcohol is like quote unquote watered down. Yeah. More, but I mean like you know people just drink more. So I mean, not really. Yeah, we were driving when we were driving back from my mom's. Uh, taking her stuff back um, east mm-hmm. to Cleveland. You know, we came out of, um, what's west of Utah? What's the state that's west? Wyoming or something? Uh, I think Wyoming might be up top. Arizona? No, no, no. Nevada. No. Really? Okay. Well, uh, anyway. I don't, I don't know. No, you might, you might. You know what? You might totally be right. It was Nevada. It was totally Nevada. And Because yeah, yeah, yeah. um, we were driving. And I had driven it maybe like... You know, in the mid '90s, when I picked up Tom Packard and from Lockheed and drove him back, and mm-hmm. um, since that time, like right on the border of your state and Nevada, there's like this bunch of hotels and casinos, and it's oh, all it's a, lit yeah. up. Like you come it's out a, of the darkness, and it's like Shangri-La <laughs> right there. It's just yeah. beacons of light and all of these trucks and signs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, when did they build this? This is crazy. And as soon as I got over the border into Utah, there was a police inspection point. They pulled <laughs> really? us over. Yeah. And uh, asked, um, you know, they didn't stop me very long because they were probably looking for the guy that's all like, I've been drinking. Fuck you. Yeah. You know, and uh, <laughs> I was like, I'm just driving through to go to Cleveland. They're like, all right, go ahead. You know, but it was kind of crazy. Um, yeah. But, yeah, okay. So, your folks met in uh, University of Utah or whatever you said. And um, mm-hmm. so, are you an only child? Are you? Uh... I have a brother. My brother is uh, two years older than me. Two years older. Okay. So, so I'm so I'm 22, and then he's 24. Okay. So where were you born? I was born in Salt Lake. Okay. So right. I I lived in Utah my whole life. Okay. Sure. It's not a very long life at 22, but that's all right. Um, yeah. You know. Could have totally went over to Honduras or something, and I don't know, ran with the gazelles. I don't know. They have gazelles. In Honduras. <laughs> um, but so, okay, so you were born there, and you um, you're growing up as a kid and everything, and you you went to public school. Yep, I went to uh, all public schools, kindergarten through high school. Okay, okay. Are you? Can I ask? Are you Mormon? No, I'm not, not Mormon. You're not Mormon. Okay. I had this weird, like, resentment against Mormons, because my father used to live in Provo, and Provo in Utah is a pretty heavily Mormon population there. Sure. And, like, when he was a kid, like, uh, a bunch of the Mormons there, like, just didn't treat him well because he was raised Catholic. Okay, sure. And, like, all the Mormons were just, like, giving him shit and stuff like that, so I've had, like, this weird, like, just anger against Mormons (laughs) in general because of that. (laughs) Uh... SLC oh. punk style stuff. Um, I don't know if I go that far, but <laughs> like individually, they're fine, I guess. But like as a group, I'm like, eh. Yeah. Um, in Cleveland, we have a Mormon like population because mm-hmm. um, I don't know all the history, but I guess there was like a like somebody stopped in Cleveland in the Mormon history and set up some stuff and then moved on, and so um, some of that stuff is still here, I guess. Huh, um, interesting. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Like Don Anderson on our show, for instance, when his car's messed up, he talks about Jake, and Jake is like this car repair dude, and like his whole family and everything, like um, they're all Mormons and stuff. And it's kind of yeah. funny because I've always known him as Jake, and then you go over to his house and everybody calls him Jacob. You know, it gets <laughs> like real kind of you know weird in a way. I, it's not weird though. I got no problem with Mormons at all. But um, <laughs> you know, it's just that they got more of a, I guess a. I don't know how to say it, but like a prim and proper type of thing going on. So yeah, uh, definitely, it gets a little bit uh, when you're outside of that a little weird. But anyway, okay, so cool. So you uh, you went to public school, and how'd you yeah. like uh, elementary school? Was it did you go to a good one? Did you like it? Did you hate it? Did you not do good? Uh, I I'll speak like generally throughout my whole uh, school life. I've done generally good in everything. Like I I've always had good grades. I've always worked hard. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Um, elementary school is good. Uh, between elementary school and middle school, 
a lot of my friends from elementary school went to different schools than I did. So okay. I, when I went to middle school, I kind of had to start over, start over with my social circle a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then uh, kind of the same thing happened in middle school to high school. Like my friends went to different schools. However, we stayed in contact more. So okay. like some of my friends, closest friends still today, uh, went to different schools, and I still talk to them on a uh, regular basis. Okay. So um, what did your dad do? My dad, uh, so we have an Air Force base here in Utah up in Ogden, and that's about, I don't know, like uh, an hour and a half maybe from Salt Lake north. So okay. he works at Hill Air Force Base, and he was telling me this the other day. Like, I don't know. Secret? Is he, like, actually going to, like, Groom Lake and all that? <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh. He, uh, long story short, he's, like, a rocket scientist, essentially. Oh. He works on the computer systems that launch ICBMs. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah, right? That's kind of crazy. Yeah, wow. so, like, um, I've been up there, and, like, I've toured, like, he, he also gives tours up there, so, like, we tour the silo and, like, the... Is he in the Air command. Force, or is he... Um, he just works for the Air Force. He's not yeah, actually in the Air Force. Okay. All right. Was he ever in the Air Force? No, he was not. Okay. Right. And does your mom work? Yeah, my mom, right now, she works as a, as a secretary where I work. Like, uh, we'll get to that later, but... Is she works as a secretary? Because that would be... No, hard. she's not. I, my, she... No, my boss is not my mom. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, would, that would be a little strange. Um, okay, so it sounds like, though, your dad was all right, your mom worked, so, I mean, were you guys, um, I mean, I, you know, it doesn't sound like it's all well-to-do, but was it, um, you know, your standard middle-class type upbringing, or would you say you were um, on the poverty line, or, you know, how would you give yourself a, a rating in terms of um, your upbringing? I think it's basically been middle-class upbringing. Okay. Uh, sure. From what I've known, we haven't really struggled with money that much. Right. I mean, a little bit in the past couple of years, like a little bit, but nothing nothing really serious. I mean, you know, when Christmas comes, is there, like, gifts for you under the tree? Or yeah. You get, okay. Yeah. Because um, I've been there with the no gifts under the tree thing. That's fucked up. Um, yeah. But that's good. So, okay. All uh, right, so elementary school. And then what did you guys have, middle school or junior high out there? Or anything? Yeah, we have a junior high. Uh or middle school, I don't know. They're same thing to me. Pretty but, much. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, and it's seventh and eighth grade. There are some schools here that do seventh, eighth, and ninth for some reason. I don't know if that's um, how they do it in yeah. Cleveland. Now, how many kids in your uh, in your school? Do you know? Oh God. Um, I, mean, I like don't a, know. Kind I of a big city, though. Mind. Were you in like a big like? Are you in a suburb on the outside of it, or um, actually um, in the heart of Salt Lake? Pretty much in the heart of Salt Lake. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. That's uh, not too many people. We have one guy on here from Detroit. That was interesting. But we don't okay. usually... A lot, of, a lot of people that are listening to Oblast, for whatever reason, tend to be out in the middle of nowhere. Hmm. Just, you know, out in the middle of the sticks somewhere. It's not like in Wyoming. Middle of nowhere in Wyoming. Yeah, and some people down in Tennessee or... Um, yeah, uh, just out west. I don't know. Um, hmm. I think there was a guy out in Virginia. We, we you know, if you go back and listen to a lot of shows, we had some really great guests. We had some guy that was that lived out in Kenya. Mm -hmm. Really? Uh, yeah, we had some lots of guys from England. Um, got a guy from South Africa. Huh. Uh, this is pretty interesting stuff. The guy from Kenya yeah. was was a really interesting interview because um, he had uh, a driver, like that would drive them around, and this was just common for them. And he had huh. like a normal sort of. I mean, I guess, you know, for being a white guy, English guy, or whatever you want to say in yeah. Kenya, you know, um, had a normal middle-class type lifestyle, but that lifestyle out there was totally different than what you and I would consider normal, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Just having walls and servants and, not servants, but, you know, help yeah. um, and all that, but that was just normal. That was interesting. And then we had a guy up in um, Sweden or something, and he was, um, he lived in Russia for a while, in the Soviet Union. That was awesome. Uh -huh. So we had a lot of really interesting uh, interviews on the show over the years. Um, it's always funny how you can look, talk to people and find out kind of crazy stuff. And then we've had people that didn't do very much, but I don't know. It all depends. Mm -hmm. If you haven't done something interesting yet, give it time. Something's <laughs> bound to happen. I'm, I'm, still young. I'm still a young gazelle. I haven't fallen out of a helicopter yet or anything, because that, uh, 
that was what that's what happened to Dave when we was on getting interviewed like a few shows ago. Oh really? Hell of a story. Yeah, he got chased by gorillas in uh, <laughs> um, in Honduras and or Costa Rica, one of those two. And then uh, he was also on a helicopter. He was in the sword team in the military, and he fell out of it huh. in the air. So can't well, those sorts of stories? Shit, can't, I can't do I, that. There's nothing. Yeah, there's nothing you could do to you know <laughs> top shit like that. That's I don't know. There's there's limits. But anyway, all right. Talking about you, not about them. So, uh, right. So, public school, United States, you know, you watch it on TV, you see, you know, how it is everywhere. You probably have talked to other people every place. Would you say that anything's different about your um, your public school system in uh, Utah, Salt Lake City? Generally, not really. Like, based on what, I, on what I have observed, it's pretty much the same everywhere in the United States, at least. So, would you say that you had um, was there drugs in your school? Was there you know? Yeah, there's, there's drugs in every school. Like, yeah, <laughs> middle okay. school. Yeah, hell, even elementary school. There's drugs here. What you know? Fuck. So no kind of like crazy um, white clean wa- whitewashed clean uh, stainless environment. This was just your normal <laughs> high school upbringing. That's what we're saying. Yeah, pretty much. Like uh, there are other schools that I didn't go to that were a lot more drug. Uh, there are drugs a lot more there. Yeah. But, I mean, like, I didn't go to somewhere that was, like, clean, sanitary, like, everyone's dressed really nice. I didn't do that at all. Yeah, okay, that's good. Eh, we don't help to dispel any myths that people might mm-hmm. have about lifestyles in Utah. What people think about Utah, how yeah. everyone's Mormon here, even though, like, half our population isn't even Mormon. Right, exactly, <laughs> yeah. So the, um, so Utah is a state, I mean, do you guys get snow? Does it snow there? Yep, we get we can get cold winters and we can get hot summers. Okay, um, a lot of rain. Is it dry? I mean, you think of Utah. I just see this like kind of desert-looking thing with these like lone <laughs> mountain-like sculptured things in the middle of it. You know what I mean? Like tumbleweeds going by. Well, yeah, it's, not... <laughs> it's not like that. I mean, okay. The thing about Utah is, uh, you get a little bit of everything here. I mean. We have, you know, the best snow on earth, if you want to, like, believe really? that. But we have people who are really into snow sports. Summers are hot and dry. It can get rainy. There's deserts. There's lush forest areas. You know, there's a lot here. Do you go out onto the lake? Are you afraid that, like, some green woman will come up and grab you <laughs> and pull you under the water or anything? Uh, I personally don't uh, go out to the lake. I have before. Uh, now... Yeah. It just, you know, with my schedule, I'm a little busy, and um, I don't really, you know, have anything sure. to go really do it with, so. Sure. Is uh, it not like a happening thing? Does everybody go, let's go to the beach? Woo! Or no? My, uh, my boss, like, every weekend, he's like, I'm going boating, and I'm going to get all these women, and I'm going to the Utah <laughs> Lake. All right. All right. That's cool. That's kind of how Cleveland is, in a way. We got a, kind of a dumb lake, too, that we people go boating on. Mm-hmm. Not really my thing. But um, Cleveland's got these islands. It's not really Cleveland. If you go out a little bit west of Cleveland, there's Sandusky, which is this peninsula that kind of comes off into the into the Lake Erie. Uh-huh. And uh, they um, there's Cedar Point there, which is the roller coaster capital of the world or some shit. And um, <laughs> they own like a bunch of major amusement parks, like Knott's Berry Farm and Kings Island and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but uh, just north of that, there are a bunch of islands. And they're like party spots in the summer. There's like all these bars and tourist destinations, and you can get on a golf cart drunk and drive around and go to these things. <laughs> and they have like the kind of bars that you would only like those weird pool bars where you uh-huh. like you're in water the entire time mm-hmm. and people are drinking and um, yeah. And then a lot of boats because you got to get there on a boat and stuff. And then Canadians can come down too because it's like kind of in the middle of like. So it's a weird thing. Um, yeah. You don't really have a lot of Canadians probably on the Salt Lake. That would be weird. Just kind of <laughs> like, we're invading! Yeah. They're I'll in be... Utah. They've infiltrated. We must destroy them all. Yeah, that would be kind of messed up. I will say, though, when you go east out of Utah, um, or heading east from Salt Lake City anyway, mm-hmm. um, I get. I think it's what, Sugar, Sugar House? Something like that? Yeah. That's basically um, where I live. I just live like a couple miles south of Sugar House. Okay, great. 
that's really nice. Like the way that looks when you're driving through the the I don't know what that is, cliffs or something, mountains, whatever they blew up to make the road. Oh, Super uh, nice. Parley's, I think, is what you're thinking of. Parley's Canyon. I guess I don't know. Yeah, I think that's for you, it's thinking. probably old hat. That's yeah, rocks. But so. <laughs> it's the path in between the mountains. Yeah, really pretty, nice place. Because mm-hmm, um, like then you get into like Nebraska and Iowa and shit, and you might as well just go kill yourself. Because it's so <laughs> um, no offense to Nebraska and Iowa, but if you go through the highway, people on, on like during corn season, which is twenty four seven three sixty five, <laughs> it's super boring driving through there. Um, okay, so you're in high school. Did you date? Were you dating? Uh, not a lot in the high school. Um, dude, not, not a lot in like the past like five years. Like I had quote unquote girlfriends, but we didn't like fucking do anything. It's really? like those kind of relationships, you know. Like were you in like a lot of social club things? Were you doing like extra activities after school, that kind of stuff? Not really, no. Not like dating, uh, but you know, like were you in band? Did you play football? Did you um? Karate practice, any of that stuff? No, in high school I didn't do any of that stuff. In high school I was really uh, interested in art, so I took okay. a lot of art classes through uh, high school. What kind and of art? Drawing, painting, sculpture? In, in high school it was mostly drawing. I also took uh, three years of drafting classes too because architecture really fascinated me too. Great. Yeah. Did you, did you, is that what you want to do? Do you want to be an architect? Or in high school, that's what uh, my was plan was. When I got yeah. to uh, college, I was like, yeah, I want to take a look at architecture. And then during uh, between high school and college, I was thinking about it more. And then I realized I didn't want to do architecture because I hate physics classes. <laughs> so, <laughs> But then I got into uh, graphic design, and then that's what I'm currently studying now. Oh, great. Okay, yeah, my uh, stepbrother... I think, became an architect. I think. Um, we don't talk to them anymore, but that was mm-hmm. that uh, I was told. Uh, he was always one of those guys that sat around and got a ruler out and drew like weird geometric shapes and shit. And be like, <laughs> it's not like art, you know? Like it, they, uh-huh. they, look, they look cool, but it's not like he was sitting there like freehand sketching stuff. He mm-hmm. was sort of, I don't know, making things or something. So... All right, so you kind of were in high school. Would you play a lot of video games in high school? Were you just kind of yeah. like, uh, you got to do something when you got home from school, right? And you were just like, just sat at the couch. You're like, I'm just going to watch TV. It's like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> my friends and I, we got together at uh, my friend's house, and then we just fucking played video games. We played okay. all kinds of video games. We played Halo, we played Gears of War, fucking Excellent. you name it. What was, your, what was your first game system? My first game system that I ever owned was an original Xbox, and that was when uh, the 360 came out. That was when I got that. Okay, because... so you, you got the old one when the yeah. new one came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the original Xbox. That, uh, that I modded mine, and um, it had a lot of great games on it. It's just mm-hmm. that people were so, like, PlayStation 2 is fucking awesome, and Xbox sucks, you know. Yeah. Controller's so big, you can kill someone with it. <laughs> so, I don't know. But, yeah, it's a pretty good system. Once you got it all modded and stuff, you could, you know, make it be like your home entertainment center and shit. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Deal. All right, so, college. You said, I'm leaving this high school with a 4.0 grade point average, and I'm going to go to college and get a degree in nuclear physics. Yep. <laughs> No, yeah, not quite. I left high school, I think, with a 3.5, maybe yeah. a 3.6. That's really good. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, I got to college, and then I just started doing... Uh, I decided I'm going to do graphic design, and then the program for that is kind of weird in a little, in a way. Like the now, first year, can you explain what graphic design is? Is it just oh making v- graphics? Or, I mean, what you know... I. Because I I know I don't think that's all what it is. Because I I knew like a girl what? that did graphic design and she was doing like logos for businesses or something. So I've never quite gotten the definition of what graphic design actually is. There are a lot a lot of applications of graphic design that you can go into. Um, 
to kind of to sum it up generally, that's kind of difficult for me to do. Like what you were explaining with your friend, that's branding, like branding companies, branding websites, creating logos for them, creating their identity. Right. You can go into that. You can go into book layout, magazine layout, typography. Typography is actually is really it like good. structured art. Is that a way to say it? Like, and you're drawing or designing something that's in some sort of like defined structure. I, that's you know, I, a, yeah, kind of. Um, what my instructors have told me is like graphic designers are visual problem solvers. We have a problem that we need to display all this information in the right hierarchy and in a way that's aesthetically and effectively done. Wow. If that makes any sense at all. It kind of gave me a headache right there. <laughs> trying to figure all that out. That makes it sound really complicated to probably just drawing like a dwarf with a sword or something for a video game. Um, <laughs> So what's your what's your special like? What do you want to you know? What's your discipline? Where where are you kind of heading with this? No, I thought a lot about that, and like it's I'm still kind of working on it right now. Like some of the favorite projects I've done in my classes have always been typographically based, so just like a lot of stuff involving uh, type stuff like that. Okay. Um, that I enjoy because I'm pretty good at it. Uh, I also like to do digital paintings, which isn't really part of graphic design, even though it can uh, help. Sure. So I also do that, and um, you ever see that I'm, documentary about linotype? You see that? You mentioned type. That was that yeah. crazy machine they used to use at newspapers, mm -hmm. and uh, it was the craziest thing. There's a documentary. I think it's on Netflix or Amazon or any of those. If you got any of those, it's called Linotype. It's yeah. worth watching. It's yeah, I'll check that out. It's just this really like I I don't know. Like I used to think about this when I was a kid. Like they you know they make the newspaper, so they take all of these letters and everything, you know, and they put it on a printing press, and they're oh, yeah, stamping it. They're stamping it with the um, you know, with the words, mm -hmm. and they always had those words in those um, like little uh, metal plates to print on the paper. Yep. And I was always thinking to myself, who is arranging all of those freaking words to make <laughs> the plates to go onto the newspaper? Because it just seems insanity to me to sit there and do that. And it, this machine was developed where you type, and it, um, it would slot down these uh, um, molds. And then mm -hmm. hot lead would pour into the molds mm -hmm. and spit out your your plate. Um, and it was not computer operated. It was all designed back in, you know, when people just made shit. That's really, <laughs> yeah. It's really interesting. I don't know. You, know, you should check it out. My, uh, one of my projects uh, a couple years ago is we basically did just that. We, had a, we have a letterpress studio up in the library, of, the main library of the, uh, on campus. Okay. And we would arrange metal type, and we would we were creating these postcards that have uh, what are those sentences called that have every letter of the alphabet? I can't remember off the top of my head. I know they're I know they're called something. I can't remember what they're called. Anyway, well, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, I, let me, let me, I, I believe me. you. No idea. Anyway, so that, whatever. That, but it's not like a real like. Once you leave college, whatever that skill is, you'll never use it. I'll just tell you, <laughs> no one's ever going to ask you to put that together again. So. Oh, definitely. Anyway. Like, yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> I know I'm probably never going to use like old school letterpress metal type ever again in my career. Well, you might if you wanted to be, you know, artsy. You might want to uh, do stuff like that. Yeah, like I'm not saying it doesn't happen because I know it happens, but I just, I just don't think it's going to be happening to me. For sure. Right. I mean, it sounds pretty cool. I mean, um, you know. So how long have you been in? You're 22, you said. So you've been in. Mm -hmm. You've been in probably a while, right? Almost four years. Yeah, just about. Uh, this is my fourth year. I'm a senior there currently, and I have about okay. a year left before I graduate. Okay. And do you have like a, at this point um, a focus on where you want to work or what the kind of work you want to do? Are you thinking about work? The, uh... I'm thinking about work. It's in my mind. Um, I'm still working on it though because. Yeah. 
So, like, in the design program, you have to complete an internship in order to graduate, and okay. they give us a list of pre-approved internships that we can apply for okay. at different firms, and some of these firms are advertising firms, some of them are uh, web design, or some of them just, like, have just, like, one of everything. Like, they have firms just like, hey, we do this, and we also do this, and, and we also do this. So I'm working, I'm still working on figuring out where I want to internship at, and okay. then hopefully if all goes to plan, I'll actually land a job at that internship once I graduate, but I'll have to, I'll have to see where that goes. Yeah, uh, I don't know how that works out. Um, I never did an internship, thank God, although I, I apprenticed <laughs> as a cook, which is pretty similar, but I got paid. Um, yeah, we're not going to get paid, I don't think. Yeah, that's that was the thing when I was like a kid, because... Um, you know, I got out of high school. I didn't get to go to college. And um, people would go to culinary school. And then mm -hmm. I, there was a choice between doing that or doing an apprenticeship, which yeah. basically means you just work under a chef. And the big difference to me was you pay to go to culinary school or you get paid to be an apprentice. Yeah. No question in my mind. I went off to be an apprentice. And then quit because yeah. I hated it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I remember that story you told on yeah. the old podcast. Cooking's hard work. I, you know, <laughs> people that do it—they're strong men and women because it's not easy. Yeah. Um, okay, so kind of got a little bit of a plan there and everything, but you know, um, you got a lot of time. It sounds like to try to figure it out. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of um, there's at least a lot of uh, service companies in the United States at this point that you can probably land somewhere with those kind of skills. I mean, yeah. you want to work on video games? You ever think about that? You thought maybe I'll um, work for the next World of Warcraft or anything? I've thought about it. Like, there's actually a design firm in Utah that does uh, not AAA Sony game design, but they do like some of their lower level game stuff. Sure. And I forgot what the firm is, but like, I was thinking about internship, trying to land an internship there, but I'm not really, I'm not really sure. Like I said, but do you have an art portfolio. Do you keep all yes, your stuff. Like a big thing? I do actually. Yeah, keep that stuff because, um, you know, people will want to see examples of your work yeah. one day. Like I have, I have all my work posted on my Facebook page, and then uh, I have a, technically I have a website, but God knows there's so many bugs with it right now. Pip it, pip it on the show. <laughs> I'll do it at the end of the show. Only listen to it. I'll go there. What is it? So let's see. If you go facebook.com forward slash uh, Watson Illustrations, so W A T S O N Illustrations, that should lead you to it. Here, I'll actually post it in the Google Hangout thing so you don't have to search for it endlessly. That's cool, and it has all your art on it and everything. Yeah, that has all my art. That has all my design stuff, or most of my design stuff. That has my illustrations, old school work, stuff like that, and just bullshit I'm working on now. Boy, you probably get that Watson last name. You probably get a lot of that Sherlock Holmes shit, don't you? I just want to. <laughs> actually, I don't actually. Wow, really? Just I really would. I thought I would too, especially with all that shit. But like, no one, no one. Maybe said, you're just young enough at this point that like it's not. Um, in the vernacular anymore or whatever. People just uh -huh. don't. Kids today are like, what the hell are you talking about? Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that is. You know. Yeah. I, I got a couple of people say, Watson, that's a classy name. And I just say, you're goddamn right it is. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right, so that's cool. So you got kind of things. So um, any stories about your life? Anything crazy ever happened to you? Did you ever do go anyplace? Exotic? Did you kill a man? Anything? <laughs> I haven't killed anyone yet, so that's probably a good thing. Um, let's see. I think five years ago, I went to a trip to Thailand with my father and my brother. Wow. What brought yeah. that on? I don't know. He's just like, hey, you guys want to go to Thailand for over the summer one day? And like, put this white package in your. <laughs> Don't say anything about it to anybody. Uh, <laughs> that could have been happening. I may have been too young to know what was going on, but. <laughs> well, right, we went. Well, cool. So Thailand. So that was probably crazy. If were you ever um, out of the like out of the country before that happened? Um, I have been to Mexico. That really counts as okay. out of the country. So. Yeah, it kind of does. Mexico's, Canada, not so much, but Mexico is definitely. You definitely feel like you're in another country in Mexico. Yeah. Um, but Thailand, that had to be an experience. What was that, like a 40-hour flight? 
Oh God! You are. So our first, so first we had to go to Salt Lake to Los Angeles, LAX, and that's you know that's only like an hour, so I mean that's right. nothing. Then we went to LAX to an airport in Seoul, Korea, and that was like goddamn sixteen hours long, <laughs> and there was turbulence, and there were babies crying, and I just wanted to kill myself. <laughs> like that, that was bad. That's such a to, long flight. Oh my God, sixteen hours. Like I had a like I think I had two Stephen King novels with me and I just read those in like one sitting. <laughs> I just busted those out because I didn't know what else to do. It's like you could sleep, wake up, <laughs> do stuff, just, go back to sleep, there. Exactly. wake up again. <laughs> so long. Basically, oh what it was like. And then uh, there's a I think a four or five hour flight from Seoul, Korea to uh, Thailand, and uh, actually had a movie playing. I don't remember what. Was. I don't know why they didn't have the goddamn movie playing in the 16-hour flight one. <laughs> God, <laughs> was it a um, was it a Korean movie though at that point? Or were you just like I have no idea what's going on? You know, I don't, I don't remember. I'm pretty sure it was. And I think it was an American movie, movie except it had, I had a Korean dub or subtitles or something like that. I don't fully remember. But yeah, sure. It was something probably like not lines. So did you get off and was it just suddenly like Hawaii where you just hit with like? 400 degrees of heat blasting you in the face and giant bugs flying off with people in your party. <laughs> no, nothing like that. Like, you get there, and yeah, there's a definitely there's a heat increase, and there's just, like, a lot of stuff you're not used to, but it's just, like, one of the main things I noticed is, like, how, like, cramped the streets were with cars and everything. Really? Yeah. Because, like, it's just crazy and how aggressive the drivers are. It's definitely, like, Utah has stupid drivers, Right. And aggressive drivers, mostly stupid though. God, they're so stupid. Like it still blows my mind how people here cannot operate a four-way stop. It just blows my mind. But anyway, <laughs> like drivers there, they're like aggressive, but like it wasn't like a lot of crashes or anything. They just they knew what they were doing. So. Yeah, that's you see that on TV a lot where people just they're in these third-world countries and you know traffic mm-hmm. is like every man for themselves and you wonder. <laughs> Kind of like how the American system managed to keep it organized enough, you know. I don't know if yeah. we just at one time, maybe since we've had it since the the very beginning or something. I don't know. It's it also one of those things where like they drive on the opposite side of the road, and like you're just not yeah. used to that. Sure. So you're just kind of freaking out internally a little bit, not a lot, because <laughs> you know they've been We're doing it <laughs> exactly. And, like, they don't use mile per hour, they use kilometers, and, like, I remember I looked on their speedometer, and it's, like, 150 kilometers an hour, whatever, and I was just, like, freaking out, because I was, like, I didn't know what was going on, like, this guy's going way too fast. So, um, so did you end up going to, like, a regular hotel, or did you suddenly find yourself in, like, a cave or something? <laughs> we had a regular hotel, we were part of a group. So we had, like, a tour guide and everything like that, you know, the tour oh, okay. touristy cool. stuff, so we had a regular hotel that we would have our quote-unquote base camp at. And then from there we would go out and we would see uh, the different temples, uh, just like going around to the city and stuff like that and just seeing everything that uh, Thailand had to offer. Okay, cool. So this was five years ago. So you probably, did you have uh, any concerns about terrorism or anything? Did they search you? Like, did they check you for a grenade before you got on the plane? (laughs) No, nothing like that. I mean, they had their standard, you know, security protocols that they did, but uh, I think during the time I went, uh, Thailand was having a civil war, I think. (laughs) Yeah, okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, we weren't in the middle of it or anything. Like, uh, we were just mostly in just one area of Thailand, so we didn't really venture out. And there weren't, there weren't gunfights in the streets and people dying or anything like that. So. The Tamar- Tamarid Rebels or Tamman Rebels or something? I know something about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. You suddenly find yourself, like, deep in the jungle or something. <laughs> yeah. deep in the jungle. Uh, I'm wearing a panda bear as a hat. <laughs> <laughs> I heard there was an arcade out here, but I'm, I'm lost. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So what you guys do there? Did you see some stuff? I mean, were there, like, um, you know, waterfalls and crazy statues or something? Did you find the land of the lost or anything? I mean... No, we didn't find the land of the lost, but, like, we, we visited a bunch of... Like, I can't remember what specific temples they were, but we visited a couple temples. 
uh, I think a monastery or two, and like we just saw like that side of their culture, and then um, we would just kind of wander the city, you know, you know, not like safely. We didn't get into the underbellies of Thailand or anything, but no, like Lara Croft or um, Uncharted <laughs> type action going on. Just nope, not quite. Just, uh, machine gunning people for some crazy goblin statue. <laughs> <laughs> That's nope. why we're actually here. Get back in the plane. We're going. Um, cool. So that was cool. So how long was that? Like a week? Two weeks? I mean, Let's see. I think we were there for two weeks, I think. Not, Maybe a week. Between a week and two weeks. Well, that's pretty cool. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I've, I've never... Well, I went to Germany. But other than... I mean, I was two or something. I have no memory of that at all. I don't think I've otherwise been really out of the country. Um, mm -hmm. Other than Canada, Mexico, like yourself, yeah, um, I could, but I'm not getting on a fucking plane to save my life. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about your plane phobia. <laughs> maybe to save my life, I would, yeah, but nothing else. I'm not doing it. I mean, the last time it was freaking. My brother's there. Maybe I do it because if I'm gonna die with somebody. I'm also die with that dude. <laughs> you know, that's all right. Yeah. I guess we can both scream and burn up together or something. But <laughs> like, totally not going on a plane by myself. And I'm definitely not flying Malaysia Airlines. Fuck that. Yeah. It's bad luck and not flying over the fucking Ukraine. That's fucking stupid. Anyway, yeah. um, well, wow, so that's pretty cool. So what else? Anything? Let's see. Yeah. Um. Ride a BMX bike in the Olympics or anything? <laughs> no, um, a lot of my hobbies have been not really, not really sport oriented. Like, okay. um, I like to shoot a lot. Okay, great. Yeah. That's did you grow up I, with that? I did grow up with that. I grew up that a lot. Like, just my father taking you know, my brother and I out to the gun range and like just having a good time there. And then as I got older, I was able to you know buy my own. Firearms and stuff, and do my own training and stuff like that. Yeah, like an M60, and you just go out there. And... <laughs> I do not have an M60 as much as I would like one. <laughs> I can't afford the license and the actual weapon itself. Or the bullets, because it just gets crazy. Fire, a few, and you'd be broke. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's basically how it is. So, what do you shoot? What do you like to shoot? All right, so I have a I have a couple different guns. I have a shotgun, and that's a 12 gauge. I have a and also I have a rifle that's a AK-47 that's been modified for civilian use, which basically means it can't go full auto. Right. So, and then I have that, and then I have like a you know the small 22 rifles and stuff like that. How do you how do you like the AK? Do you think it's good? Do you find I it like accurate? It. Yeah. Um, like the whole thing about accuracy, and you, you'll see this like in the gun community a lot. Like the it's always the comparison between like the AK and the AR-15 and its caliber and bullshit like that. Right. But like I'm not planning on getting into you know combat or anything with it or anything <laughs> like that. So yeah, while I like to have my rifle be accurate, I'm not pushing max distance at 400 yards trying to engage someone with my rifle. <laughs> Sure, sure. But, I mean, if you're target shooting, you mean you you find that it's accurate enough that you're hitting the target? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I'm, you know, I don't know if you know, but I'm a gun owner. I mean, I, I got a concealed carry permit, and mm -hmm. uh, I don't use rifles. I have handguns. But um, What kind of handguns do you shoot? Uh, I mean, I have a twenty two target pistol because it's cheap, and, yeah. um, you know, you can not, like... Burn uh, through ammo. Well, you're not covered in freaking gunpowder residue and stuff either. It's kind of a nice... Even though trying to find, like, 22 ammo is, like, goddamn impossible. <laughs> I, like, you, know, you know, in Walmart sometimes in a big box. But, um, yeah, like here it's, like, really scarce for some reason. Like, ever since, like, that whole Tabasco uh, Sandy Hook, yeah. like, 22 ammo is just gone. It's just fucking gone. And you were thinking, like, okay, I have all the ammo... Why 22? Why not, you know, yeah. 223, 5.56 or anything like that? Yeah, it's usually like your ACP or something that's not in. Um, yeah. Yeah, I got a 9mm Ruger that um, I just basically bought it off my brother because he was using the bullets as, like, spaceships on his desk. <laughs> and I thought this is <laughs> probably awesome. not good for his daughter to, like, just have this gun in the house. So I bought yeah, it off definitely. Not a very accurate gun. Now, mm -hmm. if one knew, it'd probably be fine. You know, it's a P89. It's it's kind of like 
Ruger's version of the 1911. Um, but uh, I don't Ruger know. actually makes a fucking sick looking 1911. Like not too yeah. long ago, they came out with their SR 1911. Okay. If I had fucking fifteen hundred dollars to blow, I would totally yeah. buy it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then I got a I got a concealed carry um, revolver uh, thirty eight special. That's yeah, all. I don't like revolvers that, that much to be honest. Yeah, you know the only good thing about a revolver is that if you shoot it, you don't have to bend over and pick up the the casing. Yeah. You know, it's there in the thing. It's not lost in the grass somewhere. You know. So yeah, well, kind of a I, small thing, but yeah. I don't like reload, so I don't really care about my grass. Like, I'll pick up after myself if I'm like yeah. out in the desert shooting, but like, I don't really care. Yeah, no, I hear you. I mean, I'm just saying for the occasional guy, I got a cap at the gas station, and I want to leave evidence, so I take a revolver. No, I'm kidding. I would. <laughs> um, but the uh, and then it's also just you know, there's no safety, so I can pull it and. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a concealed carry gun. I mean, I could yeah. get a Glock or something, and you know, not that's also what I have. I have a Glock 19. Yeah, I have a Glock 19, and no external safeties. Like it has its internal safety countermeasures for everything, but like, yeah. right. I don't really. It's kind of a weird thing. I don't really like safeties on right. my weapons because I've always been told like it's a mechanical device and it can fail. So why train with it? Sure. But, I mean. No, my number one safety is, you know, my brain. Yeah. Uh, you know, you got all those things like those beaver tail ones now. I, I You know, I could take it or leave it. I mean, I, I guess I see the point uh, in situations where if you've got kids, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, the, even if you train your kid the best and do everything right, it just takes his one dumb friend to come over, and the next thing you know, you got a serious fucking problem. You know? Yeah, so That's where I see the, the logic in, you know, locking it up and all that stuff, but around my house, I mean, I have no kids, so I mean, I keep my guns uh, near me, because yeah. you never know, if you're going to eventually have some reason to use it, you know, it's got to be available and ready to go, you know, yes, you can't be like, like everyone, everyone lives in my house, they <laughs> they know their safety, and so it's not like, it's not like I have my weapons like laid out everywhere or anything like that. But yeah, well, I... If they see it, they're not going to like freak out or anything like that. I keep them in, like, different rooms where I'm actually at. Uh, mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's, I don't know. You you live with your folks, or you just live, you live by yourself? So, uh, I live in a duplex, and I live, on one side, I live with my brother and his girlfriend. And my okay. mom and stepdad live on the other side, and they're, like, our landlords, so we pay rent to them. Okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it is. It's actually really nice. It's a nice uh, arrangement. Yeah, so probably nobody's going to break into your place anyway, because you've got so many people where... I'm yeah. by myself, so somebody could just, if they got a good wood club and they sneak up on you, <laughs> yeah. and then they can just take whatever they want. So I mean, your dogs could totally, or one of your dogs could totally just maul them. Yeah, yeah, that that's true. It's a very, <laughs> Larry came over the other day, and I had to get the one dog to calm down, so I, I get worried. He, like, he knows Larry, but he's like, rah, 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 and I'm like, is he going to kill Larry? I don't know if he's going to kill him. <laughs> they gamble every day. Yeah, he's just going to be okay, uh, so, um, so you say you work with your mom. What do you do? Like, this is like a side job type of thing, or what's? Uh... Yeah, so I work part time right now while I'm going up uh, taking classes at the U. I okay. work as a custodian at a middle school. Okay, right sure. Now. And then my mom is this one of the secretaries uh, at that school. Okay, Anderson used to be custodial um, custodian at uh, elementary schools and stuff. Used mm-hmm. to be able to read all the school files on everybody. That's kind really. Of uh, yeah, there was just the ones elementary school had um, all the files, and you could like look at see the people's files on stuff. Not interesting. I mean, it was pre-computerized. You know, your yeah. your generation that's probably all on a computer. You would think, but um, <laughs> in my day, it was all just you know rubber stamp and uh, line drawings of my face. No, I don't. Know. <laughs> it's, it's probably computerized. It just stores stuff in filing cabinets and everything. Yeah. Um, so how do you like that? Do you do you think that's a pretty relaxing, easy job, or do you got some it's, middle management boss that's like, what are you doing? Go sleep. Uh, the fuck. Okay. It's easy. My bosses are really laid back. Like they don't really care what I do as long as I get my work done and it's you know adequate. Cool. Like, my bosses are awesome. My job's super easy. Like I can listen to music when I work. So I mean. My job is actually really awesome, despite like only getting minimum wage. Yeah, well, you know, 
Don Anderson was in a band, um, Turnbuckle, and before mm-hmm. that it was called Adversary. And that guy, Tom, I mentioned from Lockheed, he's the lead guitarist. He's in a band called At No End. And the bass player um, is this guy named George. And sometimes on our show we talk about Adam, and Adam was the drummer. Anyway, George is an artist, and um, he did a lot of... Um, I, I did some sculpture, he did some painting, he got into some business where he was doing like that stuff where when you go to like um, a chain restaurant, you see all those old time pictures and things hanging up on the walls. Yeah. Um, you know, did a lot of that, you know, not the, not making the old time pictures, but you know, doing the, the arrangement of all that stuff on the walls. But he ended up, and uh, he works for the, uh, the community college doing, um, janitor and, and maintenance and made a whole life out of it. You know, has a house and mm-hmm. a car and this whole thing. So I don't think he's in a band anymore. Um, but, uh, you know, it's good It's good, uh, It's good. good work. It's easy, yeah. uh, you know, laid back type of thing. And yep. If you want to, you can turn it into a career, like if you yep. want to. But like, right, I don't, but. exactly. Yeah, you could eventually, I mean, if you really wanted to take it somewhere, you could eventually be the janitor at the CIA, have security <laughs> clearance, you know, yeah. be a very high-paid janitor. Oh, I don't oh, we've got that NSA facility we have out in Utah. <laughs> you totally might. Yeah, yeah, you totally can have some underground tunnels going there to who knows where. Under the yeah, get clearance, I can totally get on the computers and read about all the information that we've gathered on everyone. <laughs> I can read them at night. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, um, one thing about Salt Lake too is you guys have like when you're coming off the um, I don't I don't know if I'm driving the Turnpike or 90 or whatever that road is that's going through your state, um, but when you're coming down um, out of Nevada and and coming out when you you head towards there, there's kind of like a big I don't want to call it a mountain, but it kind of looks like a mountain next to the lake, and you kind of go between it. There's like the lake on the right. And then there's like a hill, and then it looks like there's radio towers on top of that. Is that a, is that, what is, what is that? Is that a mountain? Is that a hill? Do you guys call that anything? Do you even know what I'm talking about? I don't know. I kind of don't know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of like if you're looking at the city and you're going into the city, there's just this big hill. It's uh, like a big okay. mountain or something next to the city. Uh, it's like the city, the lake, and there's this big, and there's like radio towers on top because they're all blinking. And when you're coming out in the darkness, you notice it because you're, yeah. You know, you see the city and it's flat, you know, with lights, and then there's these red blinking things like way up on a hill, mm-hmm. and you're kind of like, you know, do people go to that hill? Is that like where you ski or something? I, I actually think that's a hiking trail up there, and I, I was looking at this the other day, and I forget what that facility is actually for. Oh, I think it might be for weather patterns or something. Boat viewing, Art Bell, something like stuff. that. Oh, I've heard it's like an awesome place to like go stargazing if you're like yeah. into that. So cool. All right. Yeah. So uh, let's start video games. What are you playing now? So right now I'm playing uh, three great three games with a uh, you know kind of quote unquote different people. Right now I'm playing uh, through Borderlands Two with one of my friends, and like we got the season pass, so we're going to be going through all that. Oh great. And then uh, I also started another Mass Effect playthrough, and I'm on Mass Effect Two right now. Oh, all right. And then if the mood strikes me, I'm I try to push through Dark Souls, even though goddamn, it's just like I'm at this one spot that takes forever to get to this one area that I'm supposed to go, and I just die immediately, and I can't figure out what I'm doing wrong. Yeah, uh, you so, can always ask Jeff; he'd tell you. You know, that dude played that I think in his sleep. <laughs> he probably Dark does. Souls. Yeah. <laughs> It's way too crazy. Yeah, I just finished Mass Effect 3 not that long ago. I played the special edition on the um, the Wii U version of it, and um, mostly because I just wanted to play it on the screen, the little screen, so I could like play it while I'm like laying in bed, etc. Uh-huh. Um, and that was fun. That was great. Great game. Great series. I played all yeah. three of them all the way through. Um, didn't, didn't do any replay type action, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. You know, is it a special awesome. edition? Does that have all the DLC on it, or? Yeah, I think so. Right, and uh, it has like I think an extra video. I I look. I didn't play the end of it like when everybody else did. That everybody was uh-huh. pissed. But I'm thinking what happened was, you know, at the very end, um, depending on which way you chose to to go. But yeah, um, you know the. All of technology was destroyed. You crash on this sort of planet where there's like 
you know, it looks like Earth has started over, but all technology and everything has been wiped out. And, I, and I'm guessing, you could tell me if I'm wrong, but I'm guessing that's actually where it ended. And um, the new special edition then has, like, a video after that, which oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. talks extent. about um, how, you know, everything can be rebuilt, and in, in mm -hmm. time we'll all rise again, and all this sort of stuff. So it wasn't as upsetting with this version than to just see that, like, you destroyed the universe, basically. Yeah, definitely. Like, I wasn't the biggest fan of the, end, like, original ending. Right. I was, like, mad at it for different reasons than what the majority were mad oh, okay. at it. Like, uh, what Jeff, like, when, what Jeff and them were saying, when they were talking about Mass Effect 3, is, like, they didn't like that there was this 180 turn in the narrative at the end. And okay. that didn't bug me that much. What really bugged me was, like, the lack of closure that whole series had, especially, like, at the end where it shows, you know, shit blowing up, and then you're on a fucking planet, and then right. like, it just hits the credits, and you're just like, well, what happened? <laughs> like, I don't know what happened. Right. Yeah, I'm not and, sure what the, what the 180 turn. Maybe they were upset that that little kid AI thing was going on or whatever. But yeah, it's something like that. It's like it's when like the AI kid, like spoiler alert, but like it's when like when the AI kid like I control the Reapers and it, it's all part of this experiment or whatever. That's what yeah, I, I think, think a lot of people are mad about. I mean, I kind of understand what they're saying, but I didn't think that was that weird because I mean the whole thing was weird. It's not like you knew yeah. where the Reapers came from. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, and plus, he was he was constantly having those pretty like those pretty cool dream sequences where that kid was getting mm -hmm. burned up and all that sort of stuff. That yeah, that made the game really interesting. I don't know. Yeah. Still, overall, I, yeah, I'm with you. It's uh, it was an enjoyable experience, but it was a little bit um, it was a little shaky. I like the fact that like I I slept with Tally. And then mm -hmm. I doomed her race to uh, <laughs> extinction. And you she... are an asshole, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I'm thinking, oh, I'm not going to kill the Geth because they're going to help me against the Reaper. So. <laughs> Sorry, you methane breather. You'll be able to thing, and then I'm going to fuck you over. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Totally chaos. So it's like, ah, whatever. Yeah, I didn't do that in my playthrough. I think I saved everyone. But, like, later on in YouTube, I was, like, looking at all the renegade, like, super evil shit. Okay. And I was just like, oh my god, monsters, who does this? And I know I know now that you do it. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, they put you in those constant situations where they're like, you know, choose a side and everything. Did you ever yeah. play the um did you play the Walking Dead titles at all? The Telltale ones? I haven't because like I know it's like I've heard like it's like this awesome narrative game and everything. Right. But fucking hell, like, when that was coming out, like, is, like, The Walking Dead Season 2 TV show, okay. and I was just having, like, none of it. I'm like, this is the more <laughs> thing I've ever seen. I don't care yeah. about just talking. I just want some good zombie action. So, right. mainly because of the TV show that I never picked up the uh, Tall Tale game. It's like, um, yeah, no, I mean, I'm not trying to sell you on it. Uh, it's just that the, um, the narrative is interesting, unlike a lot of other video games, because, like, mm -hmm. for instance, I'm playing Baldur's Gate right now, and mm -hmm. people will ask you questions, and you have these different alignments, and you can answer as an asshole if that matches your alignment, or you can answer the sort of correct answer, you know? Yeah. Like, if a guy's like, hello, I'd like to help your party, and your answer could either be, buzz off, jerk, or I'll kick <laughs> your ass. Or <laughs> you'd like your help, and I can choose the the mean one, but I know what's going to happen. He's not going to help me, and yeah. or he's going to attack me. You know, yeah. Where the Walking Dead series of games actually makes it so you can't be sort of the good guy, and you can't mm -hmm. be totally neutral. It yeah, forces you to be, and when you make hard choices, like you know being a dick to someone, it can actually turn into something positive and then vice versa. You might do something good and that can turn yeah. into something negative. So that to me is really interesting. Like they did something there that a lot of other games have never done. So, you know, it might be worth your time if you get it for free or something. To yeah, like I've, I'm interested in it. Like now I have been for you know, not like a long time, but, you know, for a couple months. It's just a... Uh, I, know, I got an Xbox yeah. One, and I'm just waiting for something to come out on that. that zombie I, burnout. I know. There's exactly. It was a zombie burnout, because everywhere you looked, it's just zombies. Just right. Zombies everywhere. I know. It's fucking crazy. Crazy. Yeah. All right. 
Well, Quentin, thanks for being on the sure. show. Thank uh, you for hosting. We um, do this every so often if you're listening, and um, if you want to find out more information, we don't really have a website, but you can go to Facebook and do a search for Oblast, O-B-L-A-S-T, and you'll find Kevin's Oblast Radio's page uh, where we update and put up news, and once in a while I'll put up something about diseases that are killing half the population of the planet Earth, <laughs> um, and you can check it all out there. You can also write into the show. You can write to Kevin at videogamenews.com, which is our sister show. And you can go to www.videogamenews.com to find out more information about that. Um, again, Quentin, thanks for being on the show. Sure, thanks for having me. Everybody else, that's it. Good night.